rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Kingdom, where we return to Jurassic World one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And in this episode, we're discussing Minute 38 of Fallen Kingdom. Before we do that, David, I wanted to head over to Wikipedia uh, and just mention some facts about lava. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where we're going to see some interesting things in the next few minutes with this uh, pyroclastic flows, um, <laughs> all the all the stuff with volcanoes that people shouldn't be anywhere near. Mm-hmm. Of, of course, there's all sort depending on the rock build it make up and that of the volcano, where it is in the world, all your lava is going to have a little bit different consistencies. The heat, the temperature for molten rock, <laughs> essentially yeah. what lava is, uh, mm-hmm. you're looking at close to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And I just think of films like Temple of Doom where someone gets within oh, 30 feet of lava and they just spontaneously combust. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but then somebody else gets uh, the hero, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> within like three feet of it, and it's just like, ah! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna faint from the heat. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so, um, yeah, what do we look at here? Fourteen to twenty-one hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So there was something else, but I think I had that to the minutes itself run sheet. Um, so we'll get to that. So yeah, I've just got a link, wiki link up here for uh for lava um yeah consider that most people have to wear a specialized suit to even get like close to lava yeah <laughs> sure there's there's owen would have been burst into flame just being as close as he was mm-hmm. yeah well i've got i've got the little tidbit there when we get to it uh how close or how long you can actually stand the lava that hot, but um, we'll get there. Come on, you're a better man than you think you are. You should write fortune cookies. Dave, how about we get into minute 38? All right, sounds good. All right, minute 38 of Fallen King opens with our first look at the Cinoceratops uh, and ends with Owen rolling over a log to escape the lava. <laughs> Convenient log. Uh... Leaving off with Owen lying helpless in the jungle clearing, um, we get the ominous visitor that arrived and uh, turned out to be a harmless herb- herbivore. Mm-hmm. I say harmless, but uh, maybe not. <laughs> as the minute opens, uh, we get Owen's POV as the Cinoceratops' mouth drooling and licking his face. Um, <laughs> bit of a grouse out, <laughs> a grouse out moment. He's here. helplessly paralysed here, so he's just kind of going. Whoa. I mean. It- his mouth is slightly ajar, and anybody else kind of make it like an ew when when mm. the tongue goes past his mouth. <laughs> like I don't even like my dog licking me in the uh, in the mouth area. No, <laughs> and I love my dog. <laughs> mm. But even because he's obviously paralyzed, so his mouth's half agape as well, and the flies buzzing around. I I don't know why there's so many flies with a herbivore. If it was a carnivore, yes. Maybe it's got diarrhea, I don't know, but it's 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 brought a heap of flies with it as well, and we can hear them buzzing around, and there's mm-hmm. one that pretty much lands on its, on his cheek, uh, 
right before it licks and it gets stuck in the goo, the the real goo that is coming from probably someone there for brush swiping it or the animatronic tongue or something that's going across his face. I think the idea is how basically flies have a tendency to gather around the nostrils of like animals like horses and oh yeah, I suppose yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but again, one one lick, one lick here with the tongue, and we've got a fly encased in saliva on his cheek, uh, buzzing and squirming away there. So I don't know if that's a little little Easter egg to the mosquito getting sucked in sap or not, but it definitely could be. Yeah, and you bring up the fact that he's sort of moaning, straining because <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. Uh, I get it here, but once he starts doing his acrobatics and moving around. I suppose he's got to make some sort of sound. If he's just quiet, then he would be essentially a mime at that point. Uh, but he's desperately trying to move his fingers. Um, and his body, as the large animal, sort of rears up on its two hind legs and slams its front feet down either side of his head. So the movie could have ended right there for, <laughs> for Owen. Um, <laughs> we don't get an explanation why the Sinoceratops reared up here in the novel. It's because there's another loud rumble or crack from the volcano which sort of startles it here it sort of looks more like uh owen's found a new friend that's trying to save this human uh <laughs> this is this is almost your bumpy moment if if this was ben and bumpy it's still yeah, it, i don't think an animal would be curious about another animal while it's being chased by lava no honestly no <laughs> i think his first instinct is to run yep um, well, yeah, and that's when it, it, it moves off, and it's sort of weird here, obviously a CG animal moving away, it interacts with Owen, I'll say, <laughs> I don't know if it kicks him or its back legs sort of make him roll over onto his stomach, mm-hmm. I think there might have been a bit more pain here than if it was a real <laughs> real six, seven ton animal um, yeah. walking over you like that, but uh, of course we can't can't do that, we can't hurt Owen. And the animal leaves. It's the star. You can't hurt the star's face. <laughs> well, it leaves, leaving him rolled over on his belly, and this gives him a clear view of that uh, lava starting to flow into the clearing. And uh, as the camera moves in on his face, we get that sort of orange glow in his eyes, in his pupils, and on his skin, uh, which is probably already too hot, <laughs> too hot for him uh, right there. But uh, that's when it happens. We cut back to Owen lying there, paralysed. Uh, the poor lava, a mere two feet away from uh, most of him. Um, it's flying up over the Explorer somehow. I don't know how it's going up and over the vehicle. Yeah. The, the last time I watched the movies, I noticed that, and I'm like, and I'm like I don't think I have the too hard. <laughs> well, we do get the shot here, too, after this, with the lava sort of coming down over the Jurassic, logo, the Jurassic Park logo on the side of the Explorer, and it's sort of meant to be that signifier of... This is it. Yeah. This volcano is taking it. The park's gone. Jurassic World's going to be gone. Out our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely it does get the it does pull at the heartstrings. I will admit it does its job. Mm. And I think we've mentioned before just how this could have been as the volcano is going, even if it's later with the Arcadia leaving. Of course, they use the Brachiosaur moment there to sort of bring that that sort of. Uh, upsetting upsettingness of <laughs> the park's gone but you could have easily had a cut to the explorer being submerged in lava uh the visitor center on fire the facade of the raptor enclosure being burnt as well sort of 
showing some of those key scenes, even the Innovation Centre on fire. Um, mm-hmm. Just a quick, a quick twenty cent, uh, twenty cent, twenty second uh, montage of some of the iconic locations we know from Nublar being destroyed. Uh, but instead, it's only. Absolutely. I think it really would have worked to the movie's advantage if it had done that and just kind of given us this kind of... This is the end moment for Isla Nublar. We kind of get that with the Brachiosaurus, but it's not really as evocative, I think, as showing these various locations of our childhood kind of gone. And you kind of have to, because you're you're moving away from the islands. You don't want to go back. This whole volcano... (laughs) erupting is to get you away from the islands yet they don't show any of it even in dominion where we get the now this uh at the start we get a with well, i'm pretty sure there's a shot there of mount cebu with greenery back on it there is even though yeah. even though there's a big hole in the side of the mountain but that's gyrosphere valley like that's one portion up in the north we don't again they're telling us that yeah the island's destroyed everything's been destroyed on the island all the animals are dead on the island but Really, <laughs> they. I suppose yes, it's, it's to leave holes open for sequels, whatever, moving forward. Because even by just trying to think, even by Camp Cretaceous, they were off the island before the volcano exploded as well. So it's they couldn't even save an episode of Camp Cretaceous with them being at the the main park while it's being destroyed or something. But, and then, then some trying to say that the, the volcanic, the ash in the cloud, the ash in the air, and everything was enough to reach the sauna and <laughs> do it as well. <laughs> no, stop it, stop it. Uh, but uh, Owen gets some movement out of his legs and manages to roll just ahead of the lava. Uh, and we cut to, as I said, the logo of the explorer of the lava flowing over it. Oh yeah, one thing I did read on that wiki page as well. Um, if you have uh, oh no, according to Google uh, you can't approach lava if the wind's at your back and stay there for a few seconds um, obviously you've got the, the air coming behind you blowing the heat, the radiant heat away from you but mm-hmm. at this point Owen's boots are on fire <laughs> he's, if not on fire his, his clothes would be near their ignition point uh, he might be lucky he's been laying, lying down on the jungle floor and it's moist and dampened his clothes but um, but even then, they, um, there's different kinds of lava, like you said. The the kind of lava that I mentioned they're talking about is the kind like you commonly see in Hawaii, where it has it's kind of crusted over already, and that and that contains the heat. It's still radiating a lot, a lot of heat, but it's not radiating as much heat as the glowing lava, like we see here. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it hasn't even started to cool off and crust, like you're saying. Exactly. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, this this has come this from is, deep in the earth. <laughs> yeah, this is fresh, gooey earth. Yeah. <laughs> even even with the speed, the speed as well. Like you look at other volcano movies. Uh, no, let's not do that. That's a tangent. <laughs> but it's 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 still it's still fairly um, fluid. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen from the radio tower the previous shot with the mountain blowing like those those cracks were opening up right near the radio tower right near this location and the lava's pretty much spewing out of the ground like it's water uh very mm-hmm. fluid very hot very very 
dangerous to humans. <laughs> yes. Or organic Very things. Very dangerous to anything. Yes. And plus we can... I mean, we see how hot it is when it ends up touching that... I think it was a hadrosaur skull that, you, that we see. That, and it instantly melts. Well, yeah, as... as like that um, should have that should have clearly burned mm. Owen's clothes, like ignited them. Like, um, I think a good ver- a good version that we see is in Star Wars when, like, Anakin's not even touching the lava; he's just like a couple of feet from it, and his clothes instantly catch fire. <laughs> and it's leather too. Yeah. But for for leather to catch fire, like, there's a reason that's used in motorcycle protective clothing and that because they've got a mm-hmm. high, lot higher ignition point um, <laughs> when you're sliding along the asphalt on your ass. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, Anakin and the side of the Mustafa lava there, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, yeah. I mentioned Temple of Doom before, but then it's counteracted immediately by Willie not <laughs> combusting. Um, I suppose Volcano, you got the conductor jumping out of the rail car. He just melts into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, is that lava is not... I mean, it's liquid, but it's like a viscous liquid. Like, if anybody's ever played with slime, if you move slow... If you slowly put your fingers into it, it your fingers sink down. But if you quickly try to slam your fingers into it, they're blocked because of the viscosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we're going to get lava sort of flowing into the bunker later, like water too, so this this won't be the last time we mention it. <laughs> well, we've still got to get Owen out of this predicament, yet uh, luckily he finds a, um, a log that's not too high that he can half roll over as he's getting a little bit more of his um, movement back, and uh, of course uh, logs are impervious to lava, so he's perfectly safe now <laughs> that he's got over it. It's sort of weird, he rolls over and then puts his hand back on top of the log to pull himself up so he can see just keep rolling get out of there <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but we're gonna move into that we'll get more of that uh next minute next week uh looking at novel comparisons briefly um there's as i said before there's a deafening boom from the volcano that's what makes the uh, sinoceratops rear up and uh Owen watches the jurassic world vehicle being swallowed by lava and it hisses as the metal melted like butter so mm-hmm. unfortunately in the novel it's a jurassic world vehicle there not the explorer and uh the lava flowing over it uh and it pretty much melting like butter mm-hmm. is there to show you how hot that lava is yet yeah you're gonna have owen two feet away from it <laughs> Now, that would have been an interesting because we don't really get any sound effects as the lava is going over the I mean, we get, like, that bubbling, crackling sound, but we don't really get, like, a the metal... Because the metal is basically being turned into more lava. It's it's so hot, you know? It's melting. And we don't really get, like, that kind of, like, a, any kind of, like, hissing or crackling noises that indicates the metal is being basically melted down. Mm. Even when you think about it, I remember when they were, the behind-the-scenes stuff when they were on Cooler Ranch doing the all this lava stuff and they had sort of little spot fires or the smoke um even just the lava flowing through that dense jungle like it mm-hmm. you shouldn't know you shouldn't be able to see in this clearing They're just the smoke should be that thick true we're gonna get a shot like in a minute next minute when no one does look back up over the log at the clearing and it's just a 
a hellscape <laughs> of flames in the car, uh, the lava on the car and everything else. It just... Mm, it's weird. It's weird. I, we're going to get some lava in a building, sort of that... I don't really know if that's Bayona's, Bayona's specialty or not, but we know mm. he sort of does the haunted house stuff, but... Um, We'll get to that in a couple of minutes' time anyway. Uh, Dave, anything else to add to 38 before we get heavy for the week? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right, lovely.